Welcome back to another episode of Vestocast, and we are continuing with Yojo June, and we're still in June. For tonight's episode, uh, we are talking about, or I am talking about, uh, G.I. Joe Resolute. Uh, this was a, a movie, I, I got, apparently I loved this movie so much, I ended up buying it three different times on three separate you know, three separate occasions. The, you know, the first time was, you know, you know, after I had discovered it, I had bought it for myself to, to watch it from beginning to end. The second time was after I had loaned it to someone, and it never came back the third time was after i had loaned it to somebody else and it never came back uh so those other people really enjoyed uh gi joe resolute and uh you know obviously this last time that i that i purchased it i didn't even take it out of its wrapper i actually had to just break the wrapper to to review it uh right before recording this episode now this one's going to be a little bit little bit of a cheat cheat uh this was this is a, a movie that wasn't uh in theaters or could pot- p- potentially be in theaters i was trying to do yojo june where i was going to stray away from shows like uh revenge of cobra or uh the mass device or rise of pentor rise you know and just kind of focus on on things that 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 would have been in theaters uh, you know if if gi joe the movie uh would have been in, in theaters to begin with but it was it was intended to be in theaters uh gi joe resolute wasn't really anything that ever was intended to be in theaters and i guess this kind of falls along the lines where I, you know I, I kind of remember like uh gi joe extreme and gi joe sigma six and some of the other ones where they kind of had you know they i think like when they they came out with like a set they would come out with like a dvd that went with it and it was kind of there there they, they were trying to springboard the next next uh, generation of gi joe a new new iteration of gi joe whether it was a pass fail or, or other in between uh but i'm going to give this one a little bit a little bit of a pass uh i originally had thought that this was for uh was made for adult swim i don't know for many years i thought this was adult swim because i caught this i caught this much much later uh I, you know i know that there were a series of shorts but I, I i always assumed that the shorts were made and like aired in between you know it was aired on adult swim and it was just aired in between you know going to commercial break and you know coming back or airing in between episodes you know what op- an episode of aqua teen hunger force and uh cowboy bebop and maybe we get a, a gi joe uh, resolute uh, episode uh but uh, after doing some research for this episode uh it, it turns out that it was uh not so not so true it was actually for uh, the adult swim i mean it's true in fact that it was made for adult swim uh but it I don't think it ever aired on TV. It actually uh, went to uh, their Adult Swim website in, let's see here, uh, 2009. They're actually a bunch of shorts. They're not. Uh, they're not. They're not. They're not too long. They don't overstay their welcome, and they add up to a, a, a complete story arc, uh, which is actually kind of kind of really nice. I mean, it's not. I, I don't really find you know rewatching this. I don't find it jarring. That it's like five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, and then the last episode I think is ten minutes. Whereas everything just kind of it's kind of flows into it, and I feel like each five minutes uh, kind of just like tells its story. So like you know, if you were to watch like an episode of GI Joe or an episode of just any television show, that it's like you know it's it's just five minutes with a certain setting, five minutes with the next setting, but it still adds to the overall story back forth back forth maybe a third setting you know maybe you know we got we got the 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 whole dealings with gi joe discovering that cobra's back 
Cobra launching their attack, you know, maybe maybe Cobra Commander's point of view, and then we get like the uh, the Snake Eyes, uh, uh, Snake Eyes, uh, Storm Shadow kind of storyline as well. Um, and I th- I I really like it. I and I discovered, like I said, I discovered it late. I found it on the YooHoo tubes. I didn't even find it on the U- Adult Swim uh, website. Uh, I found it on the YooHoo tubes, and I eventually ended up discovering that it was available on DVD and did purchase it on DVD, like I said, three times. Uh, mainly because I kind of felt like, you know, when you watch it, when you watch stuff on YouTube, YooHoo tubes, YouTubes, back in the day, you didn't nece- it didn't necessarily mean that you got the complete story. And sometimes I felt like, well, maybe, you know, something felt missing, or maybe I was missing something, or I, so there was something maybe I didn't understand. Uh, and I just, and, and, and ultimately, it's like I, I kind of really wanted to reward them for a job well done uh you know i i, I reward uh, you know if if my you favorite yuhu tubers make dvds i buy physical media of the, the dvds i try to support my yuhu tubers uh so i try to support uh hasbro uh by actually buying uh resolute really has a uh theme to it i am like i i when it was over i wanted more of it and i i kind of felt like this was kind of a story setting maybe that was supposed to launch a toy line maybe launch a toy line uh, you know i know there was a gi joe resolute toy line i don't know how directly tied in the toy line was to uh this particular show like if it came i don't know if it the toy line dropped at the same time or if it's more like a nostalgia kind of thing where it's like you know because i know like 25th anniversary came out and they dropped a lot of stuff uh retro retroactively uh so i know like like uh, i th- believe there's like i've seen Cobra carded uh cobra commander on a gi joe resolute packaging i do know that there were collected sets that there was a collected team of joes and a collected team of cobra that were on were action figures but i don't know how closely it came uh tied to this series uh when it dropped uh because there's a lot of stuff going on here where i don't know if this is before or after the rise of cobra which is the live action movie that came out and there's a few elements that are in there that kind of tie to the uh, the, the, the live action TV uh, or the live action movie, rather. I don't know if this is in promotion of one or the other. Again, I don't know if this was the intention was that that Resolute was going to be the spinoff and be on TV if the movie had succeeded. I don't recall if uh, Rise of Cobra was a success. Uh, I, 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 in my memory banks, I, I, re, I think it was a failure. Uh, it was it wasn't big enough of a failure to not get a sequel, but it's still. I, I don't think it did super well. I do kind of have the feeling that GI Joe Renegades did kind of uh, fill in that spot. Sp- fill in that spot where I, my now I don't know when Renegades came out in relation to uh, Rise of Cobra or Retaliation. Um, but I kind of feel like that, that, that renegades, even though that was a very, very different take on GI Joe, um, I, I kind of feel like that was tied to the live action movies. Uh, again, another, another property I discovered late, way down long, way down the line and, uh, actually enjoyed and then, you know, find out it's canceled after one season, which is like, oh, that's, that's, that's just a bummer. Uh, but back to Resolute. So one of the things I do like about G.I. Joe, uh, the animated stuff or 
uh, as a property. And I, I kind of wish that they would do this a little bit more so, is that sometimes every generation seems to be its own thing. Uh, so in the 80s, we had the real American hero. Resolute seems to be a little bit of its own thing. Renegades is definitely its own thing. Uh, the more modern stuff, I, there, there's no real properties out that tie into the, the, to the, uh, the modern stuff. Uh, but there is storytelling behind the uh, actual uh, action figures, uh, which I would hope that would actually get collected and put out there at some point. But yeah, it seems like even the, the modern, the background stories to the modern stuff has its own background to it, its own, its own, uh, its own kind of reboot. And I kind of wish it would go along the way of like, you know, I was thinking about this today where uh, TMNT does that, where it's like every every generation of TMNT, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, always seems to kind of reboot itself and kind of like change a little bit of the background or, or you know, try to, you know, it reboots and then it goes in a new direction and it may like re retell or re reconfigure older stories. Uh, but then, it, you know, it also tries to go on its own path. And, and I kind of like that about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where it's not always the same thing. It's always, always rebooted. And I always feel like the comic books kind of did that. And I don't know for sure if it's like this. But I always felt like every issue one of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic book starts its own continuity and it, it kind of tells its story within its own continuity. One of the things where it's like Marvel never really does this or DC never does this where they always dropped a number one because number one just sold money, sold and made money. It never really rebooted the universe. They just would drop a number one just because, oh, we need we need a couple bucks in the coffer. We're going to we're going to drop a number one this month, uh, you know, just to, to make a couple more bucks. We Need, we need a we need number one spider-man to come back out and seven copies of that uh, of that cover versus I, I feel like when teenage Mutant Ninja turtles does this where they drop it in the number one it's 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 a number one in a in a new line of story where it's just kind of reboots the universe and retells it and i kind of appreciate that when it comes to turtles and i kind of i don't know you know i, I kind of feel like gi joe is kind of like that uh, I know a lot of people are, are nostalgia based where it's like, ah, it's only real American hero, even though like there's, there was GI Joe before real American hero. I personally kind of like the way that the movies went where the, the GI Joe was a worldwide task force that it wasn't necessarily a, an American team. Uh, it was just a, a, a world, you know, we've got, uh, uh, people from all, all around the world and we're fighting this terrorist organization. We're, 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 we're uh, coming together. And I kind of, I always like that idea, you know, you know, and it, that, that actually fits with our modern sensibilities when it comes to like diversity and everything, you know, everybody's coming together to fight against the common enemy. And I kind of like that kind of idea when it comes to, to GI Joe. Now, I don't know if that that's reflected in the comics or not. Uh, like I said, in the last episode, I haven't really read many modern, Modern comics, uh, but I kind of get the impression that it, that they were building their own world, and um, it was not too terribly long before this episode of the podcast, they have announced that Skybound uh, Image, under the tutelage of Robert Kirkman, will be doing a GI Joe and a Transformers shared universe in the, in the comic books. Uh, so, it, reboot or retelling, or there, are they adding on? Because Larry Hama is actually doing the writing, who wrote the comics. He wrote the Marvel comics. And when the comics moved over, now I know they moved several times. They were to several different companies, but I think even with the last company, they were still, Larry Hama was still writing, but I don't know if Larry Hama was writing from the Marvel continuity or if they rebooted it. And I don't know if the Skybound stuff will be Larry Hama writing 
the IDW continuity, or if they're just going to reboot that again from scratch. And then just, you know, one of the greater writers of, of the, of this, of this brand, uh, will continue to write for, for, for that, for that new series. I do not know that, uh, whether or not that's, uh, that's true or not. Uh, because I kind of find out like generation one transformers did that where Jennifer generation one transformers had the Marvel continuity and then I think they went to Boom Studios and then IDW, and I don't, I don't, know, I can't speak for the Boom Studios, but I'm pretty sure like the IDW stuff was the continued universe. It con- they they continued the stories that were from the Marvel comics uh, to kind of finish because I think the Marvel comics stuff got canceled before their story arcs ever finished, so they finished them in, in another in another comic uh, in another. Uh, um, publisher another publisher i guess we go with that uh we should go with that because that's right <laughs> I, I i i am not completely familiar because i think this was a one-shot uh uh thing so i don't know if there was a comic book universe or comic book stories that featured resolute resolute uh i i i, I kind of wish that there was so one of the things that i really liked about about uh resolute was that they it's a it's an adult you know, because it was Adult Swim, so it kind of had an adult theme. Like this, this this show was catering to the nostalgia of the uh, Real American Heroes '80s kids, uh, where you know, you know, we had a lot of the characters. And again, this is kind of a rebooted universe. Um, I mean, well, it's like it's it's doing its own thing, but then it's also applying, uh, you know, implying things that. Uh, may have carried over from the comic books or from the 80s cartoon or whatever you know i guess like that that stuff still um holds true to to this universe because there's a point in time when uh snake eyes goes on a mission to get to fight against storm shadow and uh duke uh asks scarlet he's you know which which are you going to do are you going to are you going to go with uh with hit with with uh, snake eyes and with his mission are you going to stick stick with me and it kind of implies the there there was kind of like a a romantic a, a romance trio uh, a, 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 a triangle, a, uh, a, a diamond. I'm trying to use like, uh, Riley got mad at me because I said about, I was talking about a triangle and I kept saying a diamond. She got mad at me because a triangle's not a diamond. So, uh, let's see here. A, a, uh, 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 um, uh, a love, love, uh, acute, acute angle. Um, no. Uh, let's 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 ditch that idea. It was a love triangle. It implies the love triangle between Duke, Scarlet, and Snake Eyes, um, which is another thing. It's never really ex- explored in the series, uh, so it's just something that's heavily implied from previous iterations of of the um, the series. Uh, other thing, like I said, is like it's very adult, uh, meaning that characters die. Uh, I mean, we start on the first episode, and right away, Major Blood dies. Is, is there a rebooted thing? Or are we supposed to take take stuff from from the pre- from the previous universe? Because my understanding is in the previous universe, like uh, Major Blood and Cobra Commander don't really get along. Major Blood aligns himself with Mars Industries, which is uh, part of Destro, and Destro doesn't necessarily get along with Cobra Commander. It's kind of a thing that I like about when it comes to to the the Cobra entity, because there's there's all these subsections of Cobra, you know, the Cobra, Cobra 
battalion itself there's like you know the dreadnoughts there's mars industries you know so like there's all these different like subsections and they're not nece- they don't necessarily uh get along uh too well you know they they kind of sometimes end up at odds even when once you start getting sepentor then sepentor and cobra commander don't necessarily see eye to eye either and i was kind of wondering if that was kind of the thing that they were they were they were trying to get at with with resolute where you know cobra commander and and mars industries don't necessarily get along but we have you know the baroness and destro uh running you know actually running a mission and doing doing really well on their mission uh for cobra commander so it doesn't really explicitly go into detail uh but yeah we get deaths we get uh, uh you know we get uh, gung-ho or not gung-ho we get uh, bazooka's death uh at the hands of well assumed at the hands of uh, storm shadow because he leaves a message uh in his gullet he uh, to, to snake eyes uh so it's just something where it's like oh well that's that's a line that's never crossed you know they never never get to get there in any like the old like gi joe cartoons or anything that was always you know for parental reasons and for children reasons you know it it makes sense when it's a when it's a kitty flick uh when this is kind of geared towards adults where there's like oh there are a little bit more real world stakes The, the, the 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 uh the bad guy is not going to get away at the end or turn out to be a robot because we can destroy robots uh you know i don't you all if you've ever noticed this was like every every 80s cartoon always had a robot I mean, I'm probably like mansplaining or dad-splaining something, but I always, I always noticed this with a kid where it's like, oh, the Foot Clan were always robots, you know. So when when the turtles destroyed them, you know, or fought them, they they always took out the robots because it was okay to kill kill or destroy robots. Uh, same with 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 GI Joe. We eventually get the bats, and it's it's okay to destroy the bats. We can we can break down and shoot the bats. We just can't shoot troopers, you know. <laughs> uh, even still, like uh, you know, even GI Joe the movie. I mean, technically we still have duke's death but that's about it we don't really get anybody else on screen we don't get a slaughter like we do with uh transformers the movie where it's like all everybody gets shot down in the beginning i mean maybe that's why it never aired on on tv maybe that's why it never made it onto adult swim proper as far as i know uh maybe because you know it deals with a little bit more adult subjects but i think that it would be proper for adult swim you know televised not adult swim online uh, because they kind of did those kind of things, you know. They they ran Cowboy Bebop for years, um, and that deals with a lot of uh, adult subjects and adult tones. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it ends in a cliffhanger. It ends where, you know, it, well, not necessarily cliffhanger. I mean, the Joes win in the end, uh, but but Cobra Commander is never not to be found. He's he seemingly seemingly escaped, uh, leading us to believe that he's he he will he will come again to fight another day, uh, for a sequel that never happened. And I really wish that there were more sequels. I would have I would have loved to see a little bit more of this, even if it was just uh, even if it was just directly to online. Uh, my God, like looking over the Wikipedia looking over like even the internet movie database it's like four people five people (laughs) that that worked on this project you know it was it was a very very small team that kind of put it together i guess if they were to 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 move on uh you know they would probably have to uh you know expand that expand that team a little bit more but i mean i mean our 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 main cast are are four people and you know i was i'm i'm sitting here spreading the love on uh on cowboy bebop i have mentioned it twice in this episode i the third time is going to be that steve bloom is the voice of duke roadblock wild bill ripcord zartan doc an operator and tactician uh we get spike 
as as, as Duke, we get uh, we get Wolverine as Duke. Um, yeah, he did he did Wolverine in, in one of the iterations. Others is a uh, Charles Charles yeah three two one. Others include like Charlie Char- God damn. How can I not say this? Others include Charlie Adler. Hey, I finally did it. It took a couple takes that didn't make the cut, but uh, Charlie Adler is uh, is one of them. One of them. He provided the voice of Cobra Commander, Stock, Flint, Gung Ho, Hardmaster, and Cop. Uh, Charlie Adler, I, like it's amazing when I'm, you know, after you know, I, I looked up the cast and crew uh, before doing the viewing th- this time because it's like I didn't really, you know, I didn't really know who did what. And to see Charlie Adler's name on there, and it's just like, oh, oh, cow and chicken. <laughs> he's 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 doing the voice of Cobra Commander. You really don't you, like you don't recognize him whatsoever. Or at least for me, I don't recognize I, I don't recognize the voice as Cobra Commander. He did he did a really good job. I really I I, I gotta praise him. Uh, Eric, uh, and I'm gonna probably mispronounce this. I, I apologize. Bazua B A U Z A Bazua. Uh, comment wherever you can comment uh, whether or not I said that right uh, but yeah he did a let's see here voice actor including Ren and Stimpy adult party clue foop on a fairly odd parents uh, Thunderbolt Ross on Iron Man and Fozzie Bear on Muppet Babies other characters include Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Marvin the Martian, Peppy Le Pew, Tweety, Speedy Gonzalez, Henry Hawk, Barnyard Dog, Woody Woodpecker, Boo Boo Bear, Adam Ant, Luke Skywalker, and Dino. Holy crap, he's got a huge list of names. Uh, but most of them are more, I, I'm assuming, the more modern rebooted stuff. Yeah, I give this guy praise even though I don't really know this guy. But uh, uh, maybe you guys know. Maybe you recognize him. Most notably includes Stimpy on Ren and Stimpy's uh, cart party cartoon uh that one seems to be uh, that's usually a black eye when it comes to, to run and stimpy uh enthusiasts then we got gray del delisi del, 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 uh, here we go gosh i'm sorry uh d-e-l-i-s-l-e delisi delisi uh most notably uh russi taylor who provided a lot of the voices on uh, the simpsons uh when after she had passed away uh uh, uh gray had uh, stepped in. She provides the voice of Martin Prince and Sherry and Terry's uh, voices in The Simpsons. Uh, so that's what's that's the notable roles that that uh, you may know uh, her from. Now I got to rank this from uh, one to cats. One being uh, the best, and cats being way down there, way down there, bottom of the barrel. Uh, so you know the next step up from cats would be three. I think so far we rank G.I. Joe the movie at the number three tier. So right now there's nothing at one, there's nothing at two. We got G.I. Joe the movie at three and we have cats. I, I don't rank this with cats. Uh, I don't think I rank this with G.I. Joe the movie either. Uh, you know, Even though there's no nostalgia for this in comparison to G.I. Joe the movie for me, uh, I still really like this. I really like the story. I really like that this is the way that the live action stuff, this, this the live action stuff should have taken a cue from this. Uh, uh, or even G.I. Joe the movie should have taken a, a cue from this. Uh, this was really, really well made. Again, like I said, they were they were a bunch of five-minute episodes uh, strung together, and 
I don't feel like I'm watching, oh, this is five minutes, so this is five minutes, and this is five minutes. I just feel like when I when I put this in, I'm watching an entire I'm watching an entire movie, and they all fit together seamlessly. They did a really good job making them stitch together seamlessly. Uh, so I would put it either at number one or number two. Let me see here. Um, let me think a second. Let me think about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm actually going to put this on number one. Uh, so so far in our in our rankings of one two cats, uh, GI Joe Resolute will be the number one spot. Number two is still open. Uh, nothing else is there. Number three will be GI Joe the movie, and then Cats. Please shout out where you are listening uh, to the show from. Uh, what what platform do you listen to? Do you listen to it Spotify? Do you listen to it on iTunes? Do you listen to it on YouTube? Do you listen to it on Amazon Music? Uh, comment wherever you can comment. Tell me where you've listened to this and tell me if you've enjoyed G.I. Joe Resolute or if you've never heard of it before, go get it. Go get it. Get it right now. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll see if I can put an Amazon link within the description and maybe you can support the show and watch G.I. Joe Resolute at the same time. Sounds like a great plan, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite... Uh, uh, reiterations of, of of the joe platform and uh yeah um, there's more to come when uh with the, with some more yojo june so stay tuned and thanks for listening catch you next time